Well, everyone, you asked for it. You always ask me on my TikTok lives about side hustles and what are the best side hustles to do. I have a guy that's going to tell you all about it. fellow nifty thrifters this is Lori hutchison over with the nifty thrifty lifestyle i am going to teach you everything as far as learning how to be debt free do it in a new way and give you the tips and tricks and the plan to be able to live financially free so i uh, am here with adam keller over at real world side hustles and uh, i can't wait to learn more about all of the side hustle experience that he has all right, folks, you guys asked for it. You always ask me about side hustles on all of my TikTok lives. So here we go. I'm sitting down with the side hustle king, Adam Keller. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm a little sick, actually, so I might sound weird. Oh, do you have a COVID thing? No, not COVID. Just ah, okay. There is something going around, though. I know it's in my house, too. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So... Well, Adam, um, I know. So, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You are also uh, big on TikTok. So, why don't you tell us about your handle and what you do with side hustles or your backstory? Tell yeah. All. So, uh, my handle on TikTok is called Real World Side Hustles because I joined TikTok to see, like, I like to learn things and like to learn new business ideas. And when I first got on there, I don't know if it was the algorithm or whatever, I was just seeing like a bunch of crap side hustles, like the affiliate marketing ones with the really junky, I forget the name of the one website, but there's just a lot of junky stuff or drop shipping or just stupid stuff. And I was like, you know, I, I know a lot of people and I've tried some things. I know a lot of people that do other businesses. Like I'm going to start making videos of things that I actually know about and then mm -hmm. accidentally got big it wasn't trying to get big i i still don't really do tiktok right like you're supposed to be like if you want a lot of views you got to say something wrong or to infuriate people or whatever so they get into the comments and i don't do that i just point a camera at my face and say shit that i know and people like it or they don't but i actually got started on youtube because i own a party rental company so my youtube channel is called the tent guy so when I graduated college, I started a party rental company and that grew to be pretty big. And that's my main source of income is my party rental company. And then from there, we added, I did a restroom trailer company, catering supply company. Uh, we have an Airbnb that's 12,000 square feet turned into, it's a barn that was turned into basically a mansion. Uh, wow. we, had a, we own a venue. I've done a whole bunch of other things. Like I make money on Amazon. Uh, I had a claw machine in the mall. Um, I rent out trailers or like RV trailers on the RV apps, like similar to Airbnb, but it's a trailer. Mm -hmm. And I just, there's just so many ways to make money that I can't even remember them all. Wow. So, okay. So if somebody is in debt, I mean, so probably a lot of the time or things that you're doing or looking at, there is like some sort of investment involved. Mm -hmm. um so what do you think 
are are there good ones that don't necessarily have investment involved or do you think it's better to do that like you have to spend some money to make money sometimes yeah so no investment it's like magic like everyone's looking for that magic right all right yep um get rid of stuff in your house on ebay so that's what i first did when i got out of college i just sold everything from i had a, still a lot of things from like when i was younger like i had cards and teenage mutant and turtles figures and whatever so i sold all of that and that was the, i wanted to pay off a truck that i just had just bought um also you don't have money but you got time so i was doing jobs off of craigslist i think you can still get jobs on there but there's also all these apps now mm-hmm. uh and i was cleaning out people's basements uh you know just any sort of manual labor kind of thing um youtube tiktok those make money but mm-hmm. that's a little harder to to start doing like you need people need to like you mm-hmm. um but there is an easy one like so i have another youtube channel where i just review things that are sold on amazon mm-hmm. um that i bought or i borrow something from someone mm-hmm. put the put the link in there and that one's free to sign up to amazon associates mm-hmm. affiliates yep uh you just got to point a camera at your face and talk about the thing uh, whether you bought it or not it doesn't matter i borrowed things from friends and uh make a video people click and make some money I've done i don't that. I, go, I do that too actually yeah i don't go too crazy with it but um yeah 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 it's okay for here and there but i you know i'm not making a million on it or anything but i also don't devote a whole lot of time to it either yeah i mean it, people who do devote a whole lot of time like there's entire tiktok channels that are all about just amazon reviews and they're well put together videos and i know those people are making quite a bit yeah and then if your youtube uh channel or tiktok channel gets big enough you can go a little further into amazon where i forget the name of it as well but um you ever when you see the videos of a product like you go through the bottom pictures and there's videos sometimes there's videos of that people made yep they're part of that program which i forgot the name of um i um, think it's amazon reviewers maybe because that, that's what i i don't put it on youtube but that's what i do are the videos then on amazon for the product reviews yeah and so yep. when someone watches that video then buys that thing then you get a commission of that you do and if they bought anything else while they were on that same amazon trip mm-hmm. but that one has like you, no one not anyone can just sign up for that you gotta like meet the certain thresholds like social media you do you do so if you have and i forget what the amount is there's actually a whole facebook group devoted to it mm. um that will kind of walk you through step by step and of course there's a course for goddamn everything out there right yeah I'll also say say facebook groups it's kind of hard to monetize a facebook group right off the bat but if you're into something say you're like a perfect you know like you're so good at knitting or you're just good at something you know mm-hmm. a lot about something you can make a facebook group people start coming in there is there's ways to monetize it you can either then make a course or you can have like manufacturers in that industry pay a certain amount to be able to post or you put their banner up top or whatever um it's it's hard to grow that facebook group into being able to be monetized but it doesn't cost you any money right right so so those are some different ideas as far as out there to generate some extra income if you don't have money. Um, what about if maybe you did have something that you wanted to invest into a side hustle and grow? What are things right now that you see are hot potential um, for growth right now? So Money I'm, makers. Me coming from the event rental 
party business. Um, I think anything to do with that. So it could be photo booth. It could be what I do, tents, tables, chairs. It could be restroom trailers. It can be foam machine parties, Nerf and jelly ball parties. Um, I know through email you were talking, you think the foam party is kind of cool. I do. That's like a $2,300 investment and it's $350 for a two hour party. Make your money back pretty fast. The only thing is like, you got to be a person. You got to be a lively person for that right. kind of business. Right, right, right. I do. I I saw your post actually on the the foam machine. I, I I'm I, I get distracted by shiny things though, so I have a tendency to be like, oh yeah, I can make a million on that. And I did calculate it would take about eight parties to pay for itself. And um, I, but I'm also I think I'm pretty good at marketing. So um, yeah, but I think that for sure is a hit. I have not heard of the the jelly parties that seems kind of interesting yeah they're just these um guns that shoot these tiny little little orbies but they're tiny mm-hmm. um and that's the same thing that's like 350 bucks for a party too uh mm-hmm. kind of same thing with the foam parties you gotta have, be a lively kind of person because you're there we're kind of getting the kids involved and all that stuff mm-hmm. um what sort of like, what sort of business cost does someone have if they want to do a side hustle? I mean, selling stuff on eBay, you don't need, like, liability insurance for. But I'm going to guess when you're getting to your area, like, the foam guns and or the, the foam parties, rentals, I'm assuming you have to have liability coverage. Yeah, I mean, always. That's one of the biggest things. When I make a TikTok video about some sort of business idea, people say, well, what about insurance? It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, what about it? It's just you just need insurance. Like you do, you got a business. You need insurance, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, don't even ask that question. Yes, um, like the the Nerf the Nerf jelly ball one. It's not that expensive. Uh, it's probably about a thousand dollars a year, maybe fifteen hundred. But uh, they like have people they can point you to. Um, the mm-hmm. foam party one is pro- is less. Like, and they also have people they can point you to because they're trying to sell you a foam machine, so they want to have answers for you or the mm-hmm. jelly ball guns mm-hmm. so they have people they can get you to um who are experienced in writing that kind of coverage but in general um when you're doing a business yeah you need insurance mm-hmm. and it scares a lot of people like i don't know where to find this insurance and guess what you don't need to find it all you need to do is find a broker and the, the your broker doesn't even need to be in your area my broker i never met my broker she lives three hours away from me mm-hmm. i tell her this is what i'm doing and then she finds me the insurance company because most of these insurance companies you never heard of. Right. Uh, and they all write different kinds of things. So you would never find them on Google to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's not like State Farm or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So you just find a broker. They find five different insurance companies that will write something for you and they go over your options. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're thinking like the party rental business at one time in my life, so when my my older kids were younger and, you know, you couldn't get jobs back when they were 14. So I decided to create them jobs. Right. I, I created them a business that was a party mascot business. Okay. Right. So it's the big giant fur costumes with the massive heads. And I ordered a bunch from China and, uh, you know, they came over and then I think they I mean, they cost like 150 bucks. They're super cheap from China. But uh, but again, you have to have the talent of somebody to be in there to do it. Like my one kid has no people skills at all. So that was right. a big old dud. But my other kid did great with them. But yeah, you can charge 
$150 a party for one hour, a one hour appearance. Yeah, that's cool. And, you know, and, and just clean up on it. You can do it inside, outside, the whole thing, the whole thing. So if someone was looking to like source materials to start this, how would you recommend they do that? Start what? Start which one? Like if they were looking to start a party rental business, how would they find materials to even do that to rent out? Like what's the logistics of a day a day, day by day to do that? Yeah. So the party rental industry is kind of like still old school. Mm -hmm. Um, You go on Google, you find, you find someone and then you call, you call them. Um, There are ones that sell online, but um, those are all Chinese products and they're kind of junk. Mm-hmm. like uh if you want good stuff it's they have dealers they have like regional dealers and you call them up you get your quote whatever so like when a lot of people are trying to start a part of business i get a lot of messages about like how do i buy this stuff online There's, they don't have pricing on the website they don't it's this is more like a legit bigger business where you just you just don't buy the thing on online you've got to talk to someone mm-hmm. so you just gotta you gotta you know, preferably someone that's closer to you. So you pay less in shipping because everything's pallet. Like everything's big. It's not coming to you in UPS boxes. And you just start calling around and getting quotes. Mm-hmm. What? So, so if you're starting out, what about storage? I mean, I, I'm assuming you could probably start this out of your garage and expand from there, but then you're going to have deliveries. You're going to have to have some sort of a truck, right? Yeah. So there's I know a lot of people who started a lot of different ways. Um, I know people who just cleared out their dining room in their apartment. Um, I know people who just rent a storage unit. Uh, obviously, garage, um, shed. Uh, if you're small enough, you can just use your tra- uh, trailer. Your trailer is your de- delivery vehicle and your storage. And yes, you do need some sort of vehicle. So if you have an SUV or truck already, then that helps out a lot. Because then you can just you know use your trailer as storage and trucking trucker suv um you can also rent a truck from home depot for 25 bucks for the day i don't own box trucks well I, i'm sorry i own one box truck but that's more for winter usage because we die down a lot in the summer i rent two two 26 foot box trucks and other companies my friend he probably rents about 50 box trucks for the entire summer and mm-hmm. he owns two for other times but like there's no reason to own a hundred fifty thousand, two hundred thousand box dollar box truck when you're only using it for six, seven months of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so most big companies rent a large amount and maybe own a few. Okay. So how? So if someone was starting that, how how would you recommend? Like starting with tables, how many tables, how many chairs? What would you rent it out for? Like what's your profit margin on that sort of stuff? Yeah, so everyone I tell this who wants to do it, start with a 20 by 20 tent, um, six to eight tables, and 50 to 100 chairs. And that's like the base of any party rental company. And then from there, you start listening to what people want or need. And you may go in a completely different direction. Some guy started through the help of me doing that. And now he only does luxury rental items where he's got like a wine glass that rents out for $20 per wine glass because it was $100 to buy. Mm-hmm. He's got chairs that are renting out for crazy amounts. He only deals with rich people now. 
and okay. this particular item may only go out once a year um so the people are not necessarily paying for that item they're paying for the storage of that item for the whole year because it's the exclusive item that they want mm -hmm. so he went that way other people have gone the other directions um like they start with the basics and then they discover hey their city just needs giant tents they never need tables and chairs we'll, and i hate them we'll get some other company to do those all we'll do is set up giant tents mm -hmm. but yeah so you start with 20 by 20 68 tables some chairs profit margin that's all that's all over the place you know depends on how fast you are and how good you get mm -hmm. but um in general prices in the rental business are priced to make your money back in 10 rentals um Okay. Not always the case. You you do have to go with your market, so you have to like find out prices around you and just go with what's being charged. Don't undercut. There's no reason mm -hmm. to undercut. What about damage? Do you get a lot of stuff back damaged? Not really. Um, we do have a ten percent damage waiver that's automatically put onto every order. Um, it is optional. They can take it off. Um, but yeah, there's not that much damage. If you buy like good stuff, it doesn't really get damaged that much on uh, dishes like when we started doing dishes and glasses and stuff yeah that stuff comes back damaged but that was we had a damage waiver on that that was not optional so say you rented from me and you broke 10 glasses um your order was 300 bucks there's a 30 dollar damage waiver on there the next person may not break any um so we're not really making money on anything but at the end of the year it kind of like balances out mm-hmm Okay. Um, so do you set up the tents then? Do you have somebody else that does that? Um, yeah. So I set up the tents with employees. Um, okay. this, past, this past summer, I barely went out at all. Um, only a few times because we just bought a venue and we were, we were remodeling it. But yeah, at some point, like the whole goal is any business to take yourself out of it, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't do any office work. I don't know anything that's going on until seven days before. I I only look seven days out to see what I have to get ready for. Um, and I don't have to go out on every job. I have two crews. And so half, if I am working, I don't know what's going on with the other crew. Um, I only know what's going on with me. And then the summer, I didn't go out barely at all. Okay. Okay. So... Let me think. What, how would you begin to, I guess, scale or market this? Because some people just don't, not necessarily they don't have the people skills, but a lot of people just don't know advertising and marketing and how to do those things. How do you begin to establish yourself that way? Marketing a party rental business is entirely search-based. No billboard or radio ad or Facebook ad is going to convince someone to have a party. They're either having a party or they're not. Mm -hmm. So when someone is having a party, the first thing they do is go to Google and say tent rentals near me or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And you just want to make sure that you show up. I'd say it's 95% search based. The only time I ever do a Facebook thing, like a paid one, is saying, hey, I got a new thing. Look at this thing that I got. Mm -hmm. And maybe you want it. But 100% um, search based. You put all your money into Google ads, and then you just make sure that you're there to pick up the phone when they call. So do you have like an online ordering system or everybody has to call? 
there is online ordering systems um, that works when you're a lot smaller and you're just doing smaller tents. The second you start doing big tents, you do not want people ordering online. Someone may be saying, I'm having a 200 person wedding and they want, and they're going to order this exercise tent, which would be way too small for them. They have no idea. There needs to be a conversation that is had because this isn't, this is, you don't want people ordering a $15,000 wedding online. Like, yeah right you want to make sure they're getting into the right size tent and everything's taken care of because if you allow people to order online you're going to show up and someone's going to be mad mm -hmm. at you um because they're trying to fit 200 people in a tent that fits 50. Mm -hmm. so when so when so your busy season is clearly what spring summer yeah spring summer fall i'm up near the um adirondack mountains and so we have a big september uh September is probably the biggest month for weddings. Really? Yeah, leaves change color. Everyone wants the rustic wedding. Oh, um, yeah, I was actually right on the radio today. I heard that June's the most popular wedding month, and I'm like, not around here. It's September. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, statistically, I think it's June, but yeah, it probably. I mean, that's the whole sort of know your market thing. So I guess if someone was looking to start a side hustle, whether it's a party rental business or whatever, what would be your best recommendations for them? Okay, so the first thing is you just got to start training yourself to think like an entrepreneur. Um, everyone's like, how do you come up with the, these ideas and this and whatever. So how you train yourself to think like an entrepreneur is just every single opportunity you can. You're out at a restaurant. You're out at you know the trampoline park with your kids. Wherever you're at, just start looking around and being like, I wonder how they're making money here. You never even have to talk to the owner. You don't have to talk to anyone. You just hypothesize. And you constantly think about this stuff while you're out. You're watching TV. You're watching some reality show. How are they making money doing this? Um, you watch some YouTube videos of any kind of business, whether you're interested in it or not, because there's something you're going to get get from it. You start watching TikTok videos of people's doing business. Even if you care or not, you're going to get something from it. And then I'd say about after a year, what happens is you start to be able to evaluate situations and businesses really quickly. You can go into, let's just be going to a barbershop and be like, how are they making money? How are they monetizing this? Are they selling that stuff over there? Oh, this is something they could be doing better. Da, da, da. And this is all just in your head. You're just hypothesizing all the time. And then once opportunities come up, which you would have never even paid attention to before, you're like, oh, that's cool. I could do that here. I um, oh, That won't work in my area, blah, blah, blah. And then things just come easy. Easy. You don't have to sit there and, you know, fret about businesses and decisions and, and stuff. Because now you've always been surrounded by ideas, but you just never thought like an entrepreneur before. Uh, you just go to a restaurant and you just eat your food. I go to a restaurant and I'm like, their menu is too big. They need to cut this down. They need to move these tables. Um, I wonder how much it costs to start this up. I wonder how much the uh, remodel was, this and that. Like, And that's kind of like a weird example, but everyone can goes to a restaurant. Um, you go to a bistro, you, you know, this is too small, whatever it is. As soon as you, you start thinking like that, then all these ideas that are have been around you all the time now they're coming in and you're evaluating them and you can make decisions on them because that was a little long-winded but that's how you start mm -hmm. 
I always discovered, to be honest, is uh, like looking at things that are happening in other cities because I'm in Iowa. Right. We're not the trendsetters of anything. I'll be quite honest with you. You know, we're always you know, we're the flyover country. We, You know, we're the last to get anything. So if there's something that's working that maybe in Denver or Chicago or St. Louis, then there's no reason why it wouldn't work where you're at. Right. Yeah. So, well, I guess, do you have any like closing thoughts or statements or where can people find you if they, you know, want to get any more information? So the TikTok is real world side hustles. The YouTube is the tent guy. And I do have a course for party rentals. It's startaparttyrentalcompany.com. I kept it real cheap. Uh, I generally don't like courses. I think a lot of courses are crap. So I hesitated to make one for a while. But like I did really good at this course. It's 32 hours long and everyone who's taking it loves it. And I keep it at, you know, less than 400 bucks. Um, but honestly, if you watch like all 1500 of the YouTube videos, you could get like 80% of the way to the course. The course is just like here it all is in like a good format. Um, so the, yeah, those are the places you can find me. Well, perfect. Well, I want to thank you. For meeting up with me today. I appreciated it so much. I'm hoping that this kind of helps um, some ideas coming out for some of my peeps as far as different business opportunities and side hustles and way to generate income to pay off debt. Yeah, there's money everywhere. You just got to get out of your own way. Yep, exactly right. Well, thank you, Adam. I appreciate it so much. Yep, thank you. Thank you.